morning. Welcome to the Marketing Minutes podcast. My name is Patrick Laffin, and today is Thursday, October 13th, 2022. All right, so let's get started by taking a look back at performance from yesterday. The NASDAQ finished down 0.08%. The S&P 500 finished down 0.33%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average finished down 0.09%. And lastly, the Russell 2000 ended the day down 0.30%. In terms of sector performance, the best performing sectors yesterday were energy and consumer staples. Energy finished up 0.75%, followed by consumer staples, which ended the day up 0.48%. The worst performing sectors yesterday were utilities and real estate. Utilities finished down 3.42%, followed by real estate, which ended the day down 1.39%. The market ended lower yesterday in a choppy and volatile session. As investors attempted to translate September's PPI data and the minutes from the Fed's latest meeting while eagerly awaiting the release of this morning's CPI data. But before we get into all the drama from the trading session yesterday, the morning started with the release of some economic data. The weekly MBA Mortgage Applications Index fell 2% compared to last week's 14.2% decline. And this is really no surprise given the volatility seen recently in mortgage rates. So really a non-factor release. More impactful, however, was the Bureau of Labor Statistics release of the most recent producer price index data, which is a measure of prices that U.S. businesses get for the goods and services they produce. So PPI increased 0.4% month over month in September and 8.5% on a year-over-year basis. Excluding volatile food and energy prices, core PPI increased 0.3% month over month and 7.2% on a year-over-year basis. Now, the key takeaway from this report is that it ultimately came in hotter than expected and shows that inflation continues to remain sticky at the wholesale level and continues to be a problem for investors and the Fed. Surprisingly, though, the market remained resilient following the release. Now, the real lack of a reaction from investors suggests that the data coming in hotter than anticipated wasn't really a surprise and may have even already been priced in. And it wasn't just equities that had a muted reaction to the release. Shockingly, the treasury market barely battered an eye as well, which further proves that the release wasn't all that surprising. So the market opened the day to modest losses, but recovered quickly from the initial sell-off, and the major averages then proceeded to whipsaw between positive and negative territory for most of the day. Now at 2 p.m., the Fed released their minutes from the September meeting. Much like the PPI data this morning, The transcript itself wasn't all that surprising. It really reiterated what we've heard from the Fed over the past couple of weeks, and that is that the central bank expects to keep hiking interest rates for the foreseeable future and keep rates high until inflation shows signs of cooling. One key excerpt from the minutes, though, is that many Fed officials emphasize that the cost of taking too little action to bring down inflation likely outweighed the cost of taking too much action. So that really gave insight into their thought process currently. Now, initially following the release, stocks traded higher while bond yields dropped. But as the late afternoon progressed and the market continued to digest the release, we saw a sell-off in stocks while bond yields crept back up. And by the ring of the closing bell, only four sectors remained in positive territory. So in conclusion, despite the volatility and despite the data released, the market seemed to lack conviction either way yesterday. 
resulting in a fairly uneventful trading session. But have no fear, because this morning, the market will receive CPI data for September, which will paint a more complete picture of where we stand with inflation, so expect the market to react significantly to the release at 8.30 a.m. Regardless of what happens, though, as always, I'll be sure to keep you updated. Moving on to headlines, yesterday, both China and India called for de-escalation between Russia and Ukraine after back-to-back days of deadly missile strikes by Russia. And this is fairly significant because China and India are two of Russia's biggest allies, and both have refrained from criticizing the Russian invasion since it began in February. However, it's important to note that neither statement about the long-range missile strikes contains strong criticism of Russia itself or of Russia's actions, but an important condemnation nonetheless. Elsewhere, the debate over the likelihood of a recession has been all the rage recently. We spoke about JP Morgan Chase's CEO, Jamie Dimon, who chimed in earlier this week saying he thinks a recession is almost guaranteed within the next six to nine months, and that the S&P 500 could fall an additional 20% before it's all said and done. Yesterday, President Biden chimed in on the recession talk and was singing quite a different tune. So the president said that he thinks that fears of a recession are overblown and that, quote, every six months they say this, every six months. They look down the next six months and say what's going to happen. It hadn't happened yet. If it is, it'll be a very slight recession, end quote. So a contrary and very interesting take from the president there. But the president was in the news a lot yesterday. According to National Security Council spokesman John Kirby, President Biden will reevaluate the U.S.'s relationship with Saudi Arabia after last week's announcement that OPEC Plus will slash oil production by 2 million barrels per day starting in November. And according to speculation, part of the president's reevaluation may be new legislation aimed at reducing OPEC's control over energy prices. So we'll have to wait and see what develops with that over the next couple of weeks. But speaking of the president, earlier this week, the union representing nearly 12,000 railroad workers rejected the president's brokered labor deal, raising the likelihood of a strike in the coming weeks. And this is definitely concerning because, as we've discussed on the show before, a national rail strike would cripple the economy, especially before the peak holiday season. And while it's too early to tell if a strike will actually happen, it's a concerning development. In other news stories, according to a recent Bloomberg report, a Bank of America survey found that wealthy millennials have lost faith in the stock market and are increasingly looking to alternative assets. So the survey found that individuals aged 21 to 42 with at least $3 million in assets had barely a quarter of their portfolio in equities, compared to more than half for those aged 50 and up. According to Bank of America, the lack of faith in equities indicates that younger generations increasingly think a traditional portfolio of stocks and bonds is not going to deliver above average returns over time. Rather than stocks, millennials are turning to cryptocurrency, real estate, and private equity. So an interesting generational shift there. And we'll end today, as we always do, by taking a look back at some famous historic events from October 13th of the past. Starting today in 1884, when Greenwich in London was established as the universal time meridian of longitude. Fast forward to 1903, the Boston Americans, later known as the Boston Red Sox, defeated the Pittsburgh Pirates to win the first modern World Series. 40 years later, in 1943, former Allied Italy declared war on Nazi Germany in the midst of World War II. In 1958, Paddington Bear made his official debut, and the success of the first book led to an additional 20 books over the next 20 years. 
And lastly, in 2010, all 33 miners trapped in a mine in Chile were rescued after 69 days underground. So with that, I hope everyone has a great day. I am Patrick Laffin, and this is the Marketing Minutes Podcast. taking or refraining from any course of action. It is not intended to address the needs, circumstances, or investment objectives of any specific investor.